everybody and welcome to another last 16 of our European Championships of Drinks and this is a biggie because today who we have got England versus the Germans the Germans oh it's a classic it's a classic encounter mm. uh, from, from World Cup and European Championship law uh, and we've got Ireland v Scotland alright yeah so the battle of the whiskies so it's going to be it's going to be a big one um, and it, it, in rather a surprise uh, approach to their games the English and the Germans have sort of swapped their skill oh. sets and we've got uh, the English having a go as kind of a German style beer and then the Germans having a go at uh, a gin so let's start with them Ben let's start, start with what with, with the oh. English they are English beer and, um, Who have you and got it's, there? Cr- it's a craft beer so I've given our viewers uh, a bit of an infographic okay so what shows it? us what a traditional craft beer drinker uh, would drink and he's anything but traditional then okay tell, a, talk me through some of his uh such a cool his dude, buying man. habits he doesn't uh, wear socks cool oh stinky cool uh, yeah braces yeah, yeah. glasses yeah. even though he has full functioning eyesight mm-hmm. and he eats um organic vegetables not, yeah. you know, not just any vegetables he pays no. through the fucking nose for his vegetables yeah uh he listens to uh, the news on the radio the wireless the wireless uh, he probably cool. calls it a wireless because it's old school so cool he likes bike riding we like bike riding so that's he likes okay. jogging alone because he has no fucking friends <laughs> And uh, yeah, he's just really, really, really cool. He does his top button up, um, yeah, and good. he has a, a brown handbag. Um, uh, he also, yeah. I can see, I can't see how many of him have a bachelor's degree, but that's probably quite a lot. You've got a well, bachelor's degree, haven't you? <laughs> Indeed, I have, Ben. Uh, from what did the, you get in your uh, bachelor's degree? Establishment of Wolverhampton University. I got a uh, two-two. <laughs> In a, a Desmond from that esteemed seat of learning. Whereas, <laughs> yes, why don't you tell me what I I got? Ask me. What I, I, got. I know you got to one, and you're very competitive, and uh-huh. you got from a, from a, an old school university in the form of Sussex, and you went to a very posh school in West London. Yeah, um, University of Sussex, one of the uh, the top six. Yeah, in the south, and. You, I got it in intellectual history uh, yeah. with French, not just. So it's fair to say, your uh, academic path might be deemed more successful than my own, and and yet, here you are doing this mm. with me. So I know. just goes but to I, show, kids, don't put any effort in. Yeah. Um, but this is. Uh, no, can I just say this is entirely pro bono work? <laughs> it is in many ways because we're not getting paid. Um, you right. seem to have some cars. Why don't you explain well, this to the viewer? Is, um, this, this goes back to my uh, my upbringing in Chiswick, where I was constantly talking in local slang. You see, Cockney rhyming slang, oh. and the Cockney rhyming slang uh, for breasts are Bristol's. And there was a car showroom in uh, Kensington where I used to uh, pass now and again, and every time we passed, my brother and I would shout. Look at that. What a lovely pair of Bristol's. Because <laughs> I was referring to, to women's breasts. Oh, Funny. kids. <laughs> so that kids. is a lovely pair of Bristol's. Uh, they've, they've recently gone under. So it's an uh, oh. even rarer sight to, to mm, see a pair of Bristol's. But anyway, the reason I mentioned Bristol is because our beer 
today is from Bristol. Bristol is a city with a thriving craft beer scene. Uh, it's probably one of the best beer scenes in the country, I reckon. You've got um, you've got Wiper and True. You've got more beer, M O R beer, which means when they they can say literally say a drink more beer. <laughs> and then you've got a uh, uh, left-handed giant. You've got Arbor Ales. You've got loads of lovely beers and also cider is now a very good cider. But we are drinking from Lost and Grounded. We set up in 2016 by some very nice people. Uh, the brewer used to work for Little Creatures in Australia. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. G'day. G'day, Cobber. Rack off, uh, bouncer. Little Creatures was a wonderful beer based, inspired by a Sierra Nevada pale ale. And... Um, uh, it's the best great thing. Beer. Oh, it's That's a great beer. Best beer. thing to come out of Australia since Pippa's Caravan Park, and it's uh, lovely. And that, but they are they are not an Australian themed bit brewery. They take their inspiration from the Germans, who have to make their beer uh, according to the Reinheitsgebot, which is only four ingredients. Um, and then they're also inspired equally by the Belgians, who, in comparison, are crazy motherfuckers. Mm. They throw loads of stuff into their beers, and they don't care what they have to do to make the beer tasty. Um, so this, but this is a, their Keller Pills, which you can get in Waitrose. That's where I shop. Um, la di da, la di da. Um, and uh. a Keller a Keller beer is a wonderful Franconian Bavarian style beer. Uh, it's the nearest that German lager bottom fermented beer gets to cask ale because it is often served unbunged unbunged <laughs> I'll, I'll give you some unbunged yeah that's what, I mean, that's what they say they say would you like German it unbunged verst. and it's, it's unfiltered <laughs> unbunged for the verst <laughs> um, unbunged unbunged they drink it in no doesn't make it in no I'm all uh, bunged up <laughs> but they, no it means unpasteurised unfiltered often straight from the um, fresh from the cask and it is got it's basic lager with character, all the yeasty loveliness in there as well. Yeah. And they would drink it in earthenware mugs. There we go. And it's German Bavarian beer at its most sausage swinging best. And, oh, um, love sausage and earthenware. And, and they drink it in earthenware. And it's at its and yet, Ben, mm. can I just say it also says pills on it? Mm. What's that about? say as the French say. Well, that is because they use Pilsner malts in there. Because these guys in Bristol, they don't give a fuck, man. They can blend all loads of different things. They um, draw on walls and everything in Bristol. Yeah, man, they, they do. Out there. Pilsner malt uh, comes from, uh, with, it's associated with Pilsner. So what they've done is they've got the Pilsner style, and they've combined it with a, a sort of that traditional yeasty lager that you call Keller beer, or cellar beer, as with what it translates that. And they've combined the two, we've got three types of hops. Uh, they've got um, Halatau uh, and a couple of others. I can't remember which one. Um, but anyway, it's a lovely beer. It's very, It's very amazing. Mm. Can I just say, Ben, it's incredibly like, crisp and dry, but still biscuity, mm. I might say. But also, it's got real herbal. You can get the juicy sort of hop flavors and bitterness and are all going around the mouth all at the same time it's it's sort of suggests it's going to be quite simple and crisp but it just keeps on giving it's um, brilliant i love yeah. it 
Well right. done. Absolutely love this gear. Well done then. And it's and perfect. Perfect. very crisp, well. very refreshing. We perfect after a, 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 a long day pushing statues of Darth Racist into the sea. So, yes. uh, and as you can talk about the sea, there's a little sea yeah. there. And you can see a little hippo on a boat with some wings. And that's just a couple of extra points for them there. Yeah, so well done, nice, uh, nice uh, Loft and Grounded. You can get that for about £2.50, £2. £2. £2. £2. £2. £2. £2. £2. £2. something like that. Ingolad! Ingolad! You can get it Waitrose. They've done well, but um, wait, but wait, Ben. Because... Wait, 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 wait. Can I just say that England do have, traditionally, they have a strong following of lagerlouts. Uh, but normally it's cooking lager. It's like curling, stella, anything like that, different fizzy, whatever's on offer. Um, but if you're going to be a lager lout and you're going to throw plastic chairs at foreigners, don't do it with a, a shit lager in the other hand. No. When, I'm get, when I no, get don't, skittled don't do by a don't water cannon across a piazza, I want to be holding a beer like this. But that is not an endorsement of that behaviour from uh, Lost Grounded. Behaviour sense. But uh, they're up against the Germans, and uh, and and it, what is always a classic encounter: the Germans don't come uh, without their A game, and they have bought gin, so they're going Ooh. up against the German-style beer with an English-style gin, and um, it's called Monkey Forty Seven. And the first thing we should say is it has a monkey on the label, That's which good. is almost like one nil Germany because. Yeah. Um, monkeys, as we know, mm. uh, will enhance any situation, yeah. no matter how gloomy you might be feeling. If you yeah. were to walk in on uh, your other half in flagrante with the neighbour and a monkey jumped in and was wearing clothes like this monkey. What, jumped into uh, what? Into the flagrante? Into the scene. Um, I, I mean maybe not getting involved physically no. <laughs> physically in the act, but at least was there jumping around with a banana and a cup of PG tips. You'd laugh. You'd laugh. Mm. And you'd laugh if it looked like that one yeah. as well, because uh, monkeys are funny. If it started flinging one. poo <laughs> at the neighbour, it'd be funny. It's an added bonus. Yeah. Um, and monkeys like that one. Monkeys yeah. are funny. So well done, monkey for However, however, I must just say, that the thinking drinkers and all the brands in this pod, in this video thing we're doing, whatever it is, do not endorse dressing monkeys up in clothes for uh, the pleasure of humans. No, it's, it's out of order. But that was that, that was from yesteryear, and I just think that's we'll old. Talk. Look, it's black and white. You can tell yeah. it's an old yeah. picture. And look at the way he's dressed. Very dapper chap. Anyway, Both um, so there we go. Monkey forty seven. It's got a monkey on the front. The monkey relates to. Uh, to this character, Montgomery Collins, who's inspired the story at Monkey 47, oh, wow. apparently, oh, yeah, in the yeah. 1940s. He, mm -hmm. um, he loved the, uh, the zoo in Berlin and he, he adopted a monkey. Um, and 47 is probably the more important element of this, uh, this mm -hmm. gin's uh, brand name because uh, how many botanicals do you think it's got in it, Ben? 12. 16. It's a good guess. Seven, seven, four. But it's actually 47. No and, way, that's uh, loads. Yeah, it is a lot. And uh, there is a danger, you might say, of, for a gin company now to try and pack that many botanicals in uh, because of a, a novel for a novelty value, really, to say, oh, look, I've got, um, I've got a gin here and it's got all these botanicals in. 
does it really do anything for your chin? Well, we should we should try it and we should see it. Yeah, I've got my. I've just poured a rather big serving in there. I've got a little one. Oh, now, oh, it's made in there. The Black Forest, uh, which is a region that is quite traditionally sound when it comes to uh, food and drink. And they've gone to great lengths to try and select uh, some botanicals from the region. Um, there's a big hit of juniper in this gin. The first thing to say is these newfangled mm. gins that have got too many botanicals in sometimes don't have that hit of juniper. This does. Big, piney aroma. Mm. Um, they admit they don't get the juniper from the Black Forest because to get the best juniper, you've got to go a bit further afield to places like Tuscany. So they've got the best juniper, which is good because it's nice and punchy. But then they've also picked things um, from around the area. Uh, there's a quite a big floral note in there, lavender that they've used, uh, chamomile and... Uh, gatto. Uh, any gatto in there? They haven't put any chocolate cake in there, as far as I'm aware. Good. Um, but they put lots of spices in there. So coriander, angelica seed. But those local things, they've used some spruce shoots apparently some spring shoots from spruce tips um and bramble leaves and lingonberries that's apparently one of the not, big ones not dangleberries not dangleberries lingonberries not cowberries either like the um no. like the other gym we tasted um and that they're is... a bit like cranberry and actually that is what for me is giving it a slight edge yes. a slight sort of fruity bitterness a bit like cranberry Mm. Yeah, it's got sort of nice, gentle tartness to it. Mm. Yeah. But then it, sort of, it, it bounces around all over the shop, doesn't it? Like a monkey. Think... A bit like a monkey. This is like a monkey. The flavours are springing about. They're yeah. well-dressed. and um, I and think the flavours are fun. swinging in a tyre, back and forth, oscillating within one's mouth. Mm. And then I think it's picking nits mm. out of my oh, answer, this analogy is running out of steam hang on no. picking That's nits a, there's no nits of, in here but they're, imagine a, like picking the imagine all the botanicals that are on a, on a monkey's back and there's another monkey picking them out going oh mm. it would have been easier to say mm. the monkey swinging through a, a jungle full of botanicals wouldn't it yeah and, it hasn't but, left a blue bottom at the bottom of my glass. No, but no, but, but no, no, but you know the way they pick the nits out, and then I do. I get, I get, I get what you're saying. Um, you're stretching it too far. Um, anyway, that is uh, the Monkey Forty Seven Gin, and it is very good. Yes, uh, and I'm a big fan of it. And it mm. turns out Germans are efficient <laughs> when it comes to making gin as well as beer. Mm. So we have well, a bit of a dilemma here, Tom. We because, do. Um, as we know, from my people behind here, they know where is it? Oh, oh, oh. There they are, there's the Germans. Mm. Not always going on, you know, there's, well, there's, 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 there's history to this fixture, isn't there? What? Yeah, unlike the English, who've always been the best behaved. No, I'm just saying there's history in the fixture. I'm just saying. <laughs> I always say. You know, I there, see, yeah. there's, there's. So we've got to be careful because we want to give the Germans a fair crack of the whip, with mm. the big whips that they use at the Oktoberfest. But I mean, the gin's great. The gin is great. It's very it's got good. A monkey on it. But I just, I'm going to, I'm going to suggest maybe we give it to the English here, just because. They never beat the Germans. They never do. Um, well, we've done so, it, but 
Well, not it's, really. It's not when, tournament as well. Not when it really matters. And um, and if this went to penalties, which it seems to be doing that, I mean, because it's yeah. so close, as they all are, then um, I'd say we beat them on penalties. So England go through. So I think happen? they do. I think the fact they've got a hippo in a boat with a pair of wings on his back. I mean, they've covered all the yeah. bases. So, well done, England. England. Yeah. England. Right, let's move on. And now we are on to... Oh, yeah. Uh, battle of the whiskies. So I've got a nice pot still behind me. Uh, is that Scotland? Us. You go Scotland first. Uh, well, I'm going to go Ireland first, I think. But um, okay, I'm going to I've got, both out. I've got Henry Kelly. Hey. RP. Uh, okay. Just to show you, look, these these people, nice people, sent us some boxed booze, which seems yeah. a bit fancy, isn't it? Uh, so it's Talisker versus Redbreast, and we'll go with the Redbreast first. We've got the Redbreast twelve-year-old. Yeah. Uh, this is made at the Middleton Distillery in Ireland, which is the same place actually where they make Jamison whiskey, but also a host of other uh, great whiskies as well. And it's a uh, single pot still whiskey. Uh, so it's made on a big still like the one behind me that is actually a, a still mm. from Middleton Distillery and uh, and as the name would suggest 12 years in um, oak barrels it's uh, that's good it's, it's a very very good whiskey um, they've used a, a malted and unmalted barley in there and they've aged it in uh, American oak barrels, bourbon barrels, full bourbon barrels, and Spanish Oloroso sherry butts. I like big butts. And it smells lovely. It also has a beautiful sort of ruby hue. Ruby Ruby hue. hue. And it's suggested that that might be why it gets its name, because uh, someone in the early days of uh, the creation of this whiskey had a look said it looked a bit a little bit red he was a he was a twitcher a bird watcher oh yeah love oh i love watching birds and he liked breasts (laughs) and um so he called it a red breast and the name stuck got any facts about robins ben now what's on i'm so glad you asked because i do because you know when you look at christmas cards and they're robins do you all I know over. what you mean. Always Robins, yeah. I know what you mean. And Robins are synonymous with Christmas. Do you know why that is? It's not because the Robin bird uh, is one of the few birds to not fly south. It's because in the 1880s, uh, the postman, the post office, the post the people that delivered letters, postman, I can't put it any other way, actually, postman, <laughs> were dressed all in red. They were dressed all in red because that was the uh, your father. Of... You could call them your father, my postman, <laughs> your dad's. My, my, dad, my dad was never a postman. I worked in the post office once. Um. Anyway, uh, the postmen were dressed in red because that was the royal colour, and people were so excited about having Christmas cards and letters delivered during the Christmas festive period that they called them the Robins. And they would, so postmen, postmen in the 1880s were called the Robins. And that's why you see Robins on Christmas cards with carrying letters and stuff. It's got nothing to do with the blinking birds. Well, there we go. Yeah. Um, a nice little bit of Robin fact, factoid for you there. Yeah. Um, this whiskey is 
banging. Oh, I've got to shut my door because my children are making Yeah, I can hear them. Uh, this is not for children. No, um, it's not. But um, but it's unbelievable stuff, really. It's really rich. It's quite oily on the mouth. Though. Mm-hmm. I'll take to that. Yum, 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 yum. It's quite gingery. A bit like a redhead. Ginger. Yeah. Ginger in there. Um, and I'm getting really prunes. Get, yeah, well, sherry. I was going to say a bit of the sherry there. The sherry... Um, Influence from the wood, and it's got an incredibly long oh. finish. Do you know that. what? That is amazing. It is. That is really, really nice. Well done, the Irish. And it's got Irish whiskey. A little bit moment. of toast. A bit of toast in there as well. Uh, yeah, a little bit of toast. I like it. It's got um, the Irish whiskey industry right now is resurgent. Uh, the Irish arguably invented the stuff. Had some tough years. Um, largely due to the dominance of the Scottish whisky industry. But now we're seeing just sitting popping up all over Ireland. So explore Irish whisky. Um, well done, the Irish. They are doing a great job. And that red breast is a perfect example. So then we go on to our uh, Talisker. All now, right, Talisker well, you've got get your picture up. Have been very kind and sent us lots of different uh, expressions. I have a picture of this and f- film buffs will know this as uh, Highlander, the mm. uh, fantastic, epic fantasy uh, starring, well, starring Sean Connery, really. I mean, Lambert mm. was in it as well, but Sean Connery was the, uh, was the main man. And, uh, and behind them is Sky, because they filmed this on the island of oh, Sky. Okay. And that is where they make Talisker whiskey. Uh, so it's an island whiskey. Uh, unlike some of the island whiskies, it's only slightly peaty in its flavour and aroma profile. Uh, it's quite famous for having slightly savoury notes because apparently the influence of the sea. Um, and it's a very historic distillery that uh, is a huge favourite with with single malt whiskey fans. It's single malt whiskey. Um, and they've sent us lots of different expressions, actually. Uh, at the moment, in my hand, I have the Talisker Sky, which is a no-age statement whiskey. Uh, but you can get a fantastic uh, oh, okay. 10-year-old. What have you got, Ben? I've got the 10, got, the classic. Got the 10. But the 10 is an absolute stone-cold classic of the single world world. Now, I, if you this, smell the Talisker 10, well. oh, that. that's disgusting. I thought that had been cleared up. <laughs> yeah, it's just... Oh, Tom. <laughs> not been drinking much that water. Is, that is, <laughs> you really need to hydrate more than mine. But let me tell you what that is. That is the 18-year-old. It's a little what? 18-year-old. Yeah. Uh, so I have got the 18-year-old. I've got a 10-year-old. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I've got an 18-year-old, so I'm, I'm all right. <laughs> and the 18-year-old is... Knockout. I mean, this is good. Yeah, that's uh, what you'd have to do if you had one. Spicy, spicy, <laughs> whoo, whoo, spicy. Yikes! Uh, but really smashing, smashing. All right, well, I'm gonna fruity. See, this is like um, it's just savory and little the ten-year-olds aren't getting biscuits on a beach, Tom, with some bonfire smoke in there. Really? Yeah. Sounds unlikely. Are you with anyone? No, you're on your own. Because yes. people who say things like that don't tend to go to the beach with friends. No, they have none. Uh, it's nice though. Uh, That's good. It's 
It is. You know. I mean, it's beautiful. Talisker, the thing about Talisker is it's got full broad range. Now, we have a problem here because actually I can't really divide those two. Um, but I'm going to do something they do on those sort of talent shows where they say, um, you know, it's about the potential in the next round. Um, are you comfortable with that? Well, uh, well so you're... you're... You're not actually judging them on just this performance. You're saying, no, I'm saying the potential for yeah, what's coming forward. next? Can we get an album? Another out? Can we get three albums out of this poor, exploited? But I don't six? think I don't think in doing so we've made a bad decision. I think I'm going to choose Scotland. Are you okay. comfortable with that? Yeah. No. Yes. That, yes. Well, mm. Mm. I'm a bit annoyed that they've. Uh, that someone has to go out here, but football is football, you know, isn't it? It's highly unlikely that either team would have made it to this stage. Oh, let's be football. honest, yeah. <laughs> I mean, they've done them a fucking favour to get them into the last <laughs> How the hell they've carried their shit to this. I mean, Scotland in particular, to put Scotland through would really be fantasy land, yeah, a think... la Highlander. Yeah. Uh, so... But they're going through. The Scots right. are going through. The Talisker right. is great whiskey, but the Redbreast is also great whiskey. They are even Stevens, but the Scots edges. Okay, well, uh, that's been fascinating. From start to finish, I think we've covered a lot of lot of ground. Football was the winner yet again. Mm-hmm. Uh, the English and the Scots go through. It's uh, a wonderful victory for the United Kingdom. Um, and the next up, we've got some more European countries and more European drinks. And I look forward French to back. Drink. The French are back. Swedes, Swedes are going to so be. So you got the next one. Next up are uh, Sweden versus the Austrians and France versus the Russians. Mm. Wowzers! Yeah, I what think I've got inkling about happen? who's going through there without even tasting anything. Uh, but it's still well, worth yeah, tuning we're, in. We're for. kind of contractually obliged to go through the motions. Unfortunately, we are. Yeah. It's quite a long, arduous yeah. task, this, isn't it? Yes. But anyway, thanks for listening and watching, guys. Um, that was brilliant. Uh, well done, Tom. I thought you were on fire today. And yeah, uh, likewise. Well done, team. Ah, uh, ah. Uh.